I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Now, on to Cowboys defeating the Dragons. Uh, first consecutive game wins this year for Cowboys. But we're seeing this is what we thought they were going to be. This is what we thought they were going to be. Now, that late, I guess, push from the Dragons was a little bit concerning. But Cowboys friends from three weeks ago would absolutely kill for a win like this. They were dominant. Uh, they managed to wrangle uh, momentum back in that last... I guess five minutes or so. Helam Lukey outstanding. Reese Robson looked, as we said earlier, you need a pack to be able to play well as a nine. Robson, last two games, probably his better games so far this year. Uh, what do you guys think of the Dragons? We Cowboys. said two weeks ago, the Cowboys, we, we'd love to see them look like they're enjoying rugby league again. Yeah. Good God. As soon as we said that, they came out in magic round and, you know, not ideal conditions or whatnot, but they look to be enjoying <coughs> themselves. And Every right. play... Yipping and yahooing. Yeah. And they were... <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking play. Pass the ball. Fuck yeah. Yippee, Make it yahoo there. You know what? They're watching NFL. <laughs> fucking yip there. Yahoo over there. Win a, win a fucking game in a row, mate. <laughs> oh, that broke me. Um, yeah, they were yipping and yahooing to quote one. Um, <laughs> no, but they, they, they just look happy playing footy at the moment. I think, you know, we said at the start of the year when he wasn't there, Scott Drinkwater, that he makes such a difference and you can finally start to see it this weekend, just that little bit of spark that he provides for them. And I know we already mentioned him in our team of the week, but Lukey, <laughs> Mate, thanks holy. for coming. This Jesus. Is Freak. And he's a kid still, like, building into his body. Can you get his age up? 21, maybe? Timmy, what do you reckon of the Cowboys? Yeah, as a standalone game, I could be a little bit critical in that, you know, the Dragons obviously not throwing much defensively. They end up putting on, how many was it, 22 points on them. But because it was backed up from that amazing win against the Roosters last week, I look at it in a completely different light going, you know what, they're building some momentum in attack. As you said, there was two late tries, three pretty late tries to be fair from the Dragons so <coughs> once they'd already essentially won the game 
so yeah, like win's win for the cows. Their attack is starting to come. They've got players due back soon. Jason Tamlolo could be back as soon as this week, which will obviously be enormous for them. Going into the origin period, they'll lose a couple from here and here. But, yeah, they I mean, they're not entirely back on track. Yeah. But they're, they're getting there. Uh, he turned 22 last month. Turned 22 last month. Well, well what we said must have been probably two weeks ago that I think we said going into the Roosters game on one before that they had to win, otherwise their season <coughs> was gone, and they've gone win-win. So was the Knights game. Pretty Knights sure. Game. If they couldn't beat the Knights, I said they can't make the eight. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was the not definitely not. And so, I will be honest. I have to be honest. You guys know I'll be honest. A couple of weeks ago, privately, I don't think publicly, but privately I'd put a line through them. <coughs> I'd go on, I just can't see it. Mm. They don't look anywhere near. Now, I'm not saying that they'll make the eight, uh, but I'm getting a bit more nervous about that line through them. I mean, you know, because yep. these are good quality wins. Yeah, it's against the Dragons, but you have to remember the Dragons have only lost by one to two points for five matches in a row. And the Cowboys, I, I don't underestimate or underappreciate the fact that the Cow, the Dragons have been hard to put away by, yeah. you know, much teams much higher than themselves. And so I think it's a great win. And to score 42 points too, just to know that you have that in you, it's a good thing to have. Uh, so, yeah, as Cowboys fans, not fully back on track yet. But definitely trending in the right direction. Oh, I like too. Like it was obviously um, what was it twenty four to six at half time. But you know, we, we, which is a big scoreline at half time. But I thought the Dragons in the first few minutes came out firing. I sort of thought mm. the Dragons would come to play here. Jack mm. Bellin scored very early, uh, which I think for the last ten weeks might have rattled the Cowboys a little bit. But they just seemed to bounce back straight away. What about that field goal that Bell Hines? Oh, <laughs> monster. <laughs> Absolute. When he th- when they threw it to Townsend and then he threw it back to town uh, to Holmes, I was like, "Bloody hell! You nearly you nearly near your own goal line here. It's way too far out. Just monstered it. Hits him so sweetly. Far out. Thank God he's a Queenslander. Yeah, really happy for you. <laughs> I tell you what. I know we came through it with the the messages, but it really is Origin time. It's like. It's almost like a natural season for Queensland players. <laughs> it's almost like you can smell it in the can air. We get Joey Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> they can smell it in the air because Queensland players have just hit red hot form. KP comes out, does what he does. Fafita's been killing it. Obviously, Val Holmes. I mean, people are saying that Hamiso may get the centre spot for Queensland, but I think Dangagai's been bloody pretty good this year. I'd have Hamiso on the wing for sure mm. in my side. So you would you have someone on the other one? Yep. And Hamiso, the other one. I mean, then you've got Xavier that has that crazy run where you go, oh. Taolungi. And you've got Taolungi as well. So, yeah, it's exciting. You're anyway. going him, aren't you, on the wing? I think so. I think I have Taolungi. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit unsure on Taolungi because, like, he hasn't been that great since coming back, I think, from injury. Mm. But he was quite solid when he played mm. for Australia. He was good for us, decent the first last year. I'll put it this way. If, and it's going to sound biased, but if Corey Oates was injury-free, it would be Selwyn and Corey Oates for me. Fair. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would too. If yeah. Oates had played the season, didn't have his injury risk, but yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the Cowboys. Uh, I mean, Oates is, I think it'll be too soon for him, but he's also a big chance to come back this week. So we get one game. Oh, really? Claim. Yeah. Wow, and he didn't go too bad when he played, it was a game three last year. Mm. The big goats, my goats. So a team's getting picked next. <laughs> what? Goats, my goats. Oh, no. Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that. You're on today, mate. I like it. <laughs> um, 
I have no idea what I was going to say. <laughs> Team Sunday night. Oh, yeah, Sunday night, is it? Monday or, now. Uh, yeah, so Monday now. it's funny. So Freddie said Monday on Copy TV. Queensland. Copy Queensland. <laughs> Copy Queensland. Freddie said Monday on TV, but I caught up with some ex co-workers yesterday and they thought it was Sunday and they were pretty high up. So I don't know. It's either Sunday or Monday. Well, Freddie def- he said... Freddie like, definitely said Monday. Definitely said we're changing it to Monday. If I was Freddie, I would 100% pick it on Monday. Because Turbo plays 4pm Sunday. I'd want to see. I want to talk to him after and see how he's going. Do you reckon Turb... We'll get to Manly. We'll get to Manly. Um, I mean, I feel like we're doing a bit... Origin a bit of a disservice because we're not really... We're speculating a little bit. We're not really talking that much about it. And it's only two weeks away pretty much. But don't worry. I'm sure we won't miss it in the next few weeks. There'll be a five-hour podcast next week just on Origin. Uh, But... Who do you think stood out for you guys in the Cowboys side? Yeah, Drinky was the one that I already mentioned that I thought did really well. Hi, I'm Lukey. Just, he just excites me so much. I think he's got so much raw ability. It's insane. Uh, I thought Tommy did solid once again. Um, just a very... Strongest hips in the game, I reckon. <laughs> Be a good Oztager. Mate, <laughs> the amount of bloody tackles he breaks through with those strong hips. Big, I was going to say baby bearing hips, but they're not that strong. <laughs> <laughs> but they're strong hips. I'm of the Joey mould. Joey had strong hips. What happened to Kempi? Where did he go? <laughs> Who is this guy today? Yeah. Well, tell me, Dearden doesn't have strong hips. He's always pushing through tackles. The great Dearden. <laughs> One of the great hips all time. Who stood out for you, Tim? <laughs> what was in the water up in up in Byron this week? I weekend? don't know, man. Well, yeah, what, yeah, what happened in Byron? I can't say. NDAs, all kind of crazy stuff. <laughs> I, I was Lukey as well. It was just because we rap him, rap him on this all this show all the time, and he's obviously can find an injury. Poor old Lukey came out from a lengthy one this season, then had his hammy twinge, you know, sort of six to eight weeks ago, missed a stint. Like the Dragons' defence on him for the tries wasn't great, but he's that good a player. I think he'll score a lot of tries that making defences look weak and look silly mm. because he's so strong. Mm. So. I mean, it's, I think coming back from injury and with your forward depth, Queensland's probably not in the equation just yet, but if we get – there's a couple of injuries and we get to game two or three, he'll be in the conversation. Well, I, I, I'll put it out there. I reckon if he plays since round one, he would be in the conversation. Yeah. Um, he would definitely be in the yeah, conversation. because he is so good. And the, the, the unique thing about Helam, he's so tall, he's so big, he's actually got a hectic motor. Like, he can go out mm. and make 40 tackles for you if, if you want. He is – I cannot wait to see him flourish as a player. Really count. I remember, wasn't he nearly? He scored on his one of his debut. Oh no, he ran down. He ran down. Kalen Ponger, I think. I think Ponger ended up scoring. It may have been another player, but we're talking about a bloody six foot four giant. And also, I think he was nearly in tears when he scored on his debut or something mm. like that. But this is a passionate. Like, if you want to make a guy for your team, Helam Luke is that guy. Was his debut try a beast as well? Didn't like. Pound through like two or three blokes and ran about 30 metres and slammed it down. Some bloke hanging off him would have been a hip drop these days, but yeah, yeah, it was, exactly. I feel it was an unreal debut yep. try. I think, as you said, like if he would have played all the games this year, he'd be in the conversation. If he wouldn't have got injured last year, he could be an incumbent in that side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, agreed. He is so exciting and as long as he stays injury free, we are just scratching the surface. He's barely played NRL. What? He'd be at 15 games right now or so? Max? Yeah, not much more. Not much more than that. Uh, so great stuff. What else I really like is sometimes the stats do tell a picture, sometimes they don't. 
but you look at the backs, 122 metres, 200 metres, 213 metres, 169, 145, 120. And then their forwards, uh, obviously their meterage is down. And what I love about that is it's a very clear game plan that the stat sheet is showing us. It's like right there for you to see. We make our forwards do all the hard tackling, the line speed, and we get our backs to come in and get us the meterage that we need. He's on 30. He got a, he got a few at the back end of 2021. Okay, so he's on 30 games. 30 NRL games and he's... Oh, man, we are just just getting started with this beast. Um, anything else stand out for you guys? All good, mate. No, I think with the Cowboys, we just... <clears throat> I want to see it for another two weeks. Small sample size so far, it's been good, but you just they're a team that should be able to consist... And we said this, even when they were going through their poor patch at the start of the season, we said, geez, they're a team that could win two, and then they could win eight in a row. Mm. So hopefully they can find some real... Who, who have they got this week? Tigers at Leichhardt. Very winnable. He'll be Very out there. Winnable. How good is yeah. that going to be? Saturday, Saturday at five thirty. Hey, it could be eating me, me private words. Could be eating me private words. But as I said, I'll, I'll be honest. I had a line to them probably even see, even after the Knights win because they just scraped through, didn't they? They just scraped yeah. through against the Knights. I was like, that was not convincing to yeah. me. <clears throat> but getting a bit nervous. Getting a bit nervous. They they may make a late push for the eight, and it's exciting. It's exciting. Well, if they win this league against the Tigers, they then play Parramatta, which is round thirteen. So there's um, obviously Origin players out, so that helps their cause. The week after that, round fourteen is the few days after Origin. They play Melbourne in North Queensland. Oh wow! So real opportunity, opportunity yeah. For the Cowboys, so it's to, four. They could pick up eight points if they have a really good month of footy into a bye. Well, the Para one round thing is going to be tough because Para will probably only lose Junior Barlow. And then Parra already been without so Regan, like, so yeah, but, but also Parra sitting Sean, 15. Sean Lane as well, like but cows will be missing what Cotter. That's true. Yeah, that's fair actually. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Cotter Val. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Still, what like, they'll 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 keep their entire spine sure. together. Yeah, they'll yeah. get Tamalolo back. So yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at that. Eels are 14th. Cowboys are 13th. Cowboys are on 10 points. Eighth is 12 points. Yeah, it's so tight. Holy. Well, I mean, don't put a line through them at all. They very much could make the eight. Yeah. Very much could make the eight. That is bizarre. How tight the table is, is absolutely bizarre. The Raiders are a game off first. Bro. Get that in you. <laughs> 10 points for Cowboys on 13th. And then third is 14 points. So 10th, so they're coming 13th is only two wins off third. To, to put it into like something actually happened after round eight, Manly was second, and after round ten, they were out of the top eight. Wow. Mm. Um, so exciting times, Cowboys. I wouldn't I wouldn't say they're definitively back. We're not watching the same Cowboys side as we saw um, last year. But in their defence, they're missing Nanai, Leilua, um, couple Tamalolo. Tamalolo. Mm. Fuck, didn't even think of that. <laughs> they scored forty points without Tamalolo. That's actually pretty outstanding. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's exciting. Cowboys fans, get on them. Ride them. <laughs> Oats my goats. Um, <laughs> um, uh, okay, let's talk about the Dragons. Uh, hate talking about this stuff, as you guys all know, but I, I don't see a world where Hook's here for much longer. Uh, as a first grade coach, I think that the, the drums are just beating too loudly. 44 points put on you by a team currently running 13th. I think at the time they probably were sitting 15th. Uh, yeah, there was a late fight back for sure. 
But there's one decision for me where I go, I am... And to be fair, the Dragons did have some really rough calls against them. Like that Sinbin, I think they Sinbin the wrong bloke. If anyone, Sloan should have been Sinbin. But the call where I think that it might be an issue for Hawken, maybe... I'm not maybe. He definitely would have his own reasons for doing it. But the fact that they were behind by so much, Sullivan gets sent to the bin incorrectly for one. And I don't know why Hunt wasn't allowed to challenge that call. Um, but then Sullivan doesn't get put back on for the rest of the game. I find that I just, I've tried to think of it from every angle in regards to, okay, what is Hook thinking in this scenario that I'm aware of in regards to playing ability? And I just cannot for the life of me understand when you're chasing points, you've got a guy that scored two tries last week after not playing first grade for a while, if I recall correctly, and then he doesn't get back on the field. And I think that, if you needed ammo, I guess, to say, you know, maybe this is the time to go. We got tailed up. We're not going too well. You could see that as ammo for him to go. Because I, I just don't – I disagree with that decision to keep Sullivan off for the rest of the game. 100%. And can't say it, you know, definitely whatever. But, I mean, that almost seemed personal to me. How could he not possibly put him back on the field when they're chasing points like that? After his performance the week before and everything, I just don't. And I understand he got Simbin, but like there was nothing he could have. Like it almost felt like he was punishing him for getting Simbin. Yeah, because like it's like you can see the replay like us. Like Sullivan clearly didn't do that anything felt personal wrong. Personal to me, I, I that, that that I just it makes no sense to me whatsoever. There's clearly this talent in Sullivan, and we don't see what goes on behind the scenes. But it feels like there's been whether it's been personal, or whatever. That feels like there's always been a reluctance to play Jaden Sullivan. Even when he's killing in reserve grade, or mm. then they bring up, I want to play him hooker, I'm playing hooker off the bench. And like, he couldn't have done more for me last week when he scored those two tries and looked unreal. We nearly had him as our seven of the yeah, week yeah. in he a losing side. 20 minutes into the game, he gets binned. And when he got binned, they could have brought him back on. They used an interchange to keep him off, I believe. Well, so well. Moses Zembai came on yeah. instead of him being brought back on. And to my understanding, Okay, so they wasted an interchange yeah. to bring Mbai on. Yeah, like, I, I, as you said, I would love to know what Hook's thinking behind that was because I can't make any rationale for it. I, there's, there's nothing that makes sense to me. And we don't see the inner workings, but we have to call it like we said. Like, I, I disagree with the call. Like, mm. I think it's a wrong call, and I think that you're a team chasing points, and there's an argument to be made that Sullivan can score more points than Ben Hunt. You know, that, you know, that's how good yeah. he is in attack. Like, there's an argument to be made. On, on, on top of that, like, so Hunt went back into the halves, yeah? Yeah, and then Moses so he went back nine. into the halves. Hunt through crafty dummy half play, put Jack DeBellin through a try two minutes into the game. Mm. Yeah. After last week, Sullivan scored a double and the spine sort of, you know, we can work with this. And, st- and then he went back to, no, nah, Ben, back to half back. Yeah, exactly. That's a great point because it's like, well, aren't, aren't you trying to build towards this future of mm. Sullivan and Moan? Like last week we go, we give Hook raps. We go, finally, he's going to make the call. It's a tough call, a really tough call that putting Hunt at nine, we know Hunt doesn't want to play there. But you do see some dividends beginning, like as you said, Hunt puts DeBell and over. I, it just doesn't make sense to me. And if you're a higher up looking for reasons, <coughs> surely you're going to go, mate. Like, That's a good one. All of our young fellas seem to be struggling under you. Sloan is just way too inconsistent at the moment. And I think you look at even like Suli, Fainite, all of these young players, Lomax getting dropped. 
Like, are they developing as well as they should be? And then you look at Max Fainai, who went into centre, who had a bit of a barry, didn't have his best so game Sully. defensively, and so did Sully. And you go, I don't know how much time Fainai spent at centre coming through the grades. It might have been a heap, but I thought he'd been quite good on the wing. Now I get that they had brother Matt on one wing and Ravalau. And look, I, I'm not against dropping a bloke like Zach Lomax. If you're not happy with the performance, you give him a shake-up, a bit of a kick in the butt. But... You've got Max there who was carved up and then Zach Lomax in reserve grade. He's been in there for, what, two or three weeks now, reserve grade. Yeah. On the weekend, he yeah, was just good. not a lot sort of adds up. And also, I don't... Did we really think Lomax was playing that poorly? Mm. I, it doesn't make if any sense. Like, he's clearly, the, you know, the best centre option <coughs> for the club. If you do want to give him a kick up the bum and a bit of a shake-up, a week or two Max in reserve grade. Yeah, yeah, you get him back up. Then you get him back up. But oh, this right. idea... And then... And, and even the fact that, like, Suli is now, you know, having those drop balls, like, there's clearly unrest in that camp. I, yeah, it's, it feels um, irresponsible to make such a harsh call in regards to the camp because we don't know what is the inner workings. But from the outside looking in, when you just look at purely the way they play, it just seems like there's unrest. Like, it, like maybe something happened with Sullivan. Maybe something happened with Lomax and all that we don't know about. Right, why was there the unrest in the first place? And why yeah. is there these issues behind the scenes? So it's just hard to make case. And it's not it. just one player. Like if you had one superstar coming through that struggled to find his potential, that happens at every club. Mm. But it does seem like a lot of the young guys at the Dragons right now haven't kicked on to where they should probably be right now. Uh, and that just, the, the blame shouldn't all be at Hook's feet. But when I see decisions like that, because I, I, there's a lot of stuff that Hook does that I do like, that I think is great. And I do think that sometimes he does get the best out of older players that are a bit past it, you know, squeezes the juices mm. out of the players that may be past their prime. But with this younger, this next generation that, that have come through at the Dragons, it just doesn't seem to be working, man. It doesn't seem to be working. And I think that for a long time, or for the last two years anyway, you know, Anthony Griffin's been so heavily linked to Ben Hunt, keeping him there, but... I'm sorry, even with Ben Hunt playing unbelievable footy and Hook being there, what's the best they've finished 10th? <clears throat> if you're playing finals footy because Anthony Griffin's there and he's keeping Ben Hunt happy, sweet, but Ben Hunt went as close as he's probably ever going to get to winning a Dally M last year. <clears throat> you finished 10th. On top of that as well, when Mary McGregor was coached, for all his detractors, he had five to six origin players that he had at that team that he attracted. And unfortunately, Anthony Griffin has just unable, been unable to attract any superstar to the club. Like, Benny Hunt was already there. I'm sure he could have attracted Benny Hunt because they've got such a close relationship. But outside of that, like, what, what superstar has been... Mm. I mean, what have we even spoken about in the papers in regards to linked to superstars? Like, there's been no real substantial link to anyone. A bloke that we were all pretty high in this season, we thought it had been really good, Josh Kerr. Played 19 minutes. So Kerr, 19 minutes off the bench... Which is, you know, he's, he's a damaging ball runner. Like, he's a damaging ball runner. A few weeks ago, he was fantastic. Um, dragons. So, yeah, to just to double confirm, on NRL.com, it has interchange number two, uh, Sullivan off, and by on, which was like one second after he came back from the sim bin. So, as far as we know, it burned an interchange. Because they could have just got Sullivan on because he already had a 10-minute uh, break. <clears throat> and also, I think they used only seven interchanges. Only seven interchanges. Yeah. What? I don't understand. I don't understand. Anyway. Gla let's glass half full for them, and this has been very uh, silver lining, looking at the optimistic side of it. But 
as you said, they what led into this game or something like five games in a row, like a combined loss margin of 19 points or something ridiculous. So not far off the pace. They conceded three tries in that 10 minutes that Jaden Sullivan was in the bin. I oh, know. And just turned... Well, essentially ended the game there. Now, in one regard, you sit there and go, you're a player down, you have to get up for those 10 minutes and you have to be better, of mm. course. But <clears throat> such a, again, a debatable sim bin. Was it a call that had to be made and that essentially ended the game? Yeah. Now, again, I'm looking after the Jaden because they have to be better, but still. Yeah. And I, it affects the game. It yeah. affects the game. And... You know, we talk about these sin bins that, like, it affects careers. It, there's so much more than just, oh, yeah, a bit of a footy that, oh, yeah, we lost a player. Like, this could be the loss. If they win this game, is Hook under this much pressure? Like, no, it's relief for an extra week. And Sullivan stays on, <clears throat> kills that game, locks down the seven spot after two big performances in yeah, a row. Like, potential 100% could happen. Uh, let's talk about some positives, though. Jack DeBellin. Can has I get been... one more negative in? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sorry to kick one down, but I just thought this play had to be highlighted. When Bud Sullivan's off, um, it ends up, I think it's Heimlich's first try. Cowboys make a break down the right-hand side. Ben Hunt is defending three in on the other side. Mm. He makes the try-saving tackle on Chad Townsend mm. in front of the stick, so he hovers all the way around, makes that tackle. Ruben Cotter dummies from dummy half. Ben Hunt makes that tackle. Then it goes to Scott Drinkwater on the other side tramp line. Remember that Ben Hunt's meant to be defending on the other tram mm. line. He makes that tackle. No one helps him. Drinkwater gets an offload away, and Lukey beats three defenders in three metres to score. Oh. You're letting Benny Hunt down. He man. deserves better. He deserves so much better than what he got on the weekend. How dejected was Prold Hunt? Two weeks in a row, but on the weekend, after that game, he's 300th. And they, they've, obviously, they interviewed him after this week. They interviewed him last week mm. as well. He was just shattered. Shows how much he loves that club, how yeah. hard he's putting in, and he's just going, he's getting nothing in return. Go and watch that play, 25th minute. It's unbelievable. Yeah, Benny Hunt deserves better. He absolutely deserves better. And some of these drop balls were just – these were cl just classic, just straight drops. These weren't good clean hits. These weren't at the line, pressure passes. These were just straight up, not concentrating, drop balls. And I just think that – you got a guy like Ben Hunt who is so respected throughout the community. I know the players didn't go out intentionally to play poorly, but I hope it is a real wake-up call to how important these games are and how much they can mean to someone. Like, that's his 300th game, they just remember. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Benny Hunt, after everything he's done, how hard he's worked. And yes, I understand he's on a big contract, but, you know, he, he if there's anyone <laughs> in that team that could go, you know what, I'm not making three tackles in a row, it's him. Um, Birdie's having a crack. As I was going to say, let's talk about the positives. Tabellan yeah. has been outstanding for the past month. Absolutely outstanding, in my opinion. Jackie, Birdie, Jackie Bird ripped and teared all game long. Um, you know, 150 metres, nine tackle breaks, 31 tackles, zero misses. Tabellan, uh, a similar stat, 39 tackles, zero misses, Jeez. 140 metres. And so when you look at that, there is still some fire there. There's still some, I guess... Uh, just wanting to be in the match. But unfortunately, their handling just, just let them down. It really did. Uh, do you think Jack Bird's in origin conversations at all? I know I'm not throwing him in there. I'm just saying, do you think he is in? Because I actually think he wouldn't make a bad off-the-bench player. I think he'd be a name on the whiteboard, but I still mm. think he's a distant away. Distance away, yeah. yeah. Interesting, Kai, I hadn't even considered it, to be honest. But, like, another one of them calls of if it was 
playing at a more successful club at the moment, he'd be right in the conversation. Yeah, because he is an origin player. Yeah. Like suits origin. So versatile off the bench. Played yeah. essentially anywhere. Yeah. Um, and he loves the physicality of it all. Oh, I don't mind that at all. What, have you thought about him at all? No, didn't think of it till you just said it, but... Typical New South Welshman. <laughs> <laughs> Give your players no respect. <laughs> no, just joking, <laughs> just joking. Um, no, I just thought I'd throw it out there because even Jack DeBell, like... This is what happens when you're, you know, at a club that's struggling. You know, you've got guys playing well like Jack Bird and, you know, just not going to get a, a look in mm. for Origin. Whereas if you put him in yeah, the Storm, the Rabbitohs, even the Roosters, he probably is getting a look in and they're struggling. Uh, it's unfortunate how it's played out for a guy like Jack Bird. Like, just where, like, obviously he won the comp at Cronulla early in his career, but then he arrived at Brisbane. He had all the injuries. It was a really poor time for Brisbane as well. Comes down to St George. They're not overly successful either. Uh, just, I feel like if he would have landed in the right system for a long period of time. He just got so unlucky, the Broncos. So unlucky. Like, yeah. the injuries and that. Um, anything else to say about the Dragons, boys? No. Nah. Does Hooks out the week? I don't think so. I'll say no. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I hate to say it. As I always say on this podcast, you never want to see a bloke lose his job, but I just think that it's... And I want to say as well, I think Hook's been unfairly done by by the Broncos as well. We can sit here and talk about the calls that he gets wrong, but for them to come out basically at the start of the season and say he needs to re-interview, even if they thought that internally... I just think it was really unfair on Hook and put him in a position of basically can't win. Like, how can he get these boys up and believe in him if they already know he's pretty much gone? Well, the, I mean, the club doesn't believe him. They've openly yeah. said, you need to re-interview. So I think that was really unfair on Hook from, from the Dragons. I really think that they should have handled that all internally. I think they should have probably made a quite a strong decision of they either sticking with him or not, told him privately and said, mate, you got the rest of the season to audition for a new club or whatever you want to do. Whereas the idea of like having to re-interview, I thought that was really unfair on him. I, I have to be honest. Yeah, and I think it started even earlier than that when Ben Hunt said that, you know, start of the season, they have to win X amount of games at the start or he knows the coach is gone. So unfair. Ben Hunt doesn't just pull that out of nowhere. He's been told that. Yeah. That, that's if you, don't, if you disagree with a, the way a coach coaches or you disagree <coughs> with him even being there as a head coach... I think sometimes some at clubs, they forget what the end goal is. The end goal is not your personal opinion being put forward and taken. The end goal is to win footy matches. And I just, I, I would argue that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Putting out there that he has to re-interview, is that the best environment for the club to win footy matches? Now, it may suit your environment and your agenda of what you want at the club, but is it the best environment for you in the footy matches? And I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Yeah, I, I think potentially they were setting up their agenda there. Which, which is unfair, which yeah. is unfair. Again, okay, so if they had come out, if they had gone privately and said, Hook, we're not backing you, do you think there would have been much uproar from the fans? Like if, if he did get moved on? 
And so I just think there's a better way to go about it, and yeah. you get the same result mm. from the Dragons, which is the replacement of Anthony Griffin. I think it will, like, whoever, just whoever the Dragons pick as their next coach, they have to get it right because they cannot afford to have a third coach in five years. Oh. Just, they're not attracting guys now. If they go through another coach, oh. and whoever they get will be the next guy. He's meant to do this, he's meant to do that. If it doesn't, if that doesn't work, then they're in really danger territory. Yeah, and I think also the board, even though that's so much easier to say, they've got to be united and they have to give him the keys to the castle. Don't have a divided board where we wanted this guy and he's not going well, so now we're going to undermine him. I think the board need to be fully united in their decision and say, mate, you've got the keys to the castle for the next three years. And I would go similar to the Andrew Webster route where he recruited smart, the right guys that, you know, fringes and guys that could get a job done and then build on top of that. I think Warriors did it really, really well. And what's crazy as well about the Warriors, they have to do it from New Zealand. I was just about to say, if Andrew Webster can convince guys to move to New Zealand, you can move guys, you can <laughs> to convince Wollongong. guys to come down to Sizzler at St George. Mate, 100%. 100%. <laughs>